This podcast is brought to you by Likeable Media. At Likeable Media, we create, curate, and promote content that gets your brand results. So contact us today by visiting likeable.com. All the social ladies, 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 all the social ladies. Now put your phones up. Welcome to All the Social Ladies with CEO of Likeable Media, Carrie Kerpin. Now, Carrie Kerpin. Hi, everyone, and welcome back. We're headed right into season two of All the Social Ladies, and I'm your host, Carrie Kerpin, CEO of Likeable Media. Today, I am really, really excited to introduce the Vice President of Global Marketing for Auntie Anne's, Heather Neary. Now, Heather Neary is not just, obviously, as the Vice President of Global Marketing, it's not just social media that she's responsible for. She's responsible for the strategic planning, all of the marketing, and menu development for the Auntie Anne's brand, which means she's one of my BFFs, because hello, I love Auntie Anne's. She provides guidance on all domestic and international locations, as well as oversight to all of the retail efforts in the United States. Since joining Auntie Anne's in 2005, she served in the roles of Marketing Manager, Director of Marketing, Chief Marketing Officer. She's really run the gamut, so she has a lot of great advice that she can give to you guys today. Um, Prior to joining Auntie Anne's, Heather was the associate brand manager for an office supply manufacturer in Long Island, New York. Um, And before that, she worked at a business magazine. She's going to tell you all about her career. But most important, her favorite pretzel flavor is the original nuggets with hot cheese salsa dip. Although I do not have the same favorite product or favorite flavor, I do respect and love the hot cheese salsa dip. So welcome, Heather, to our show. Thanks for having me, Carrie. I'm excited to be on. Oh, I'm so excited to have you, Heather. And I would love to talk about, especially because you've served so many positions at one company, I would love to know the story of your career and kind of how you maneuvered through all of that. (laughs) It's a long story, so buckle up. Um, no, it's a lot, it's been a lot of fun and a lot of it, honestly, it's all about timing. It's all about who, you know, and it's all about really being able to go with the flow, which is kind of what I've done. Um, in college, I interned at at an advertising firm and a law firm quickly realized law was not for me. I'm not really a black and white person and the legal world is all black and white. (laughs) Um, moved to San Diego after I graduated from college with my girlfriend, kind of on, you know, a women of prayer, and worked in the biotech industry for a little bit, which was a little dry, and then I worked in publishing and e-business before I met my husband in San Diego, and then his job brought us to Long Island, where I worked in um, an office supply manufacturing industry and and a marketing role. Loved what I was doing there, but um, wanted to come back closer to home, which is Pennsylvania. And Annie Ann's was actually hiring a marketing manager, and I thought I'd stay here for a year or so, kind of feel things out. Um, That was 10 years ago, so we all see how that worked out. But I have to say, um, I have friends that 
say to me all the time, my gosh, you are just having a blast at your job. I can't imagine being there 10 years and still loving what you do. But I really love my job. I love people I work with. I love my brand. I love my franchisees. And I'm so incredibly grateful for all the opportunities that I've had here. It's just been a, a lot of fun. And so what keeps it fresh for you, being there 10 years? Like, is it the, <clears throat> that you've changed positions? Is it taking on new responsibilities? What keeps it fun? You know, we say at Annie Ann's that, like, there's no two days that are the same, and that could not be more true. Um, there's so many things that we've done as a brand. We've grown so much. We've gone through changes in ownership. Um, there's always a new project going on that I've been able to jump into and kind of get my hands dirty with, and I just love the scope of work that we get to do here, um, we're kind of a small but mighty team. So we have the opportunity to all do strategic work as well as also kind of getting our hands dirty and doing the actual nitty-gritty tactical work. And it's just literally something different every day. Um, we've, we've um, you know, doubled our stores since I've been here. Actually, probably more than doubled our stores since I've been here. We've got a lot of great franchisees. We've gone off in lots of different directions with our brand. And it's just been a lot of fun to see how the brand's grown over the years and be part of all that. Yeah, it sounds like if I'm in listening to you, it's the growth of the company. So that's an exciting thing. And then also the working with a small team to really be able to have an impact. That sounds awesome. Right. It's an, abs- it's an absolutely phenomenal team. I mean, the people that work here are just really passionate about what they all do. They all would do anything for the company. They would do anything for the brand. And it just made it a lot of fun. You know, we have a blast here. And one of the things that I know about you, Heather, from even before we met, you know, I knew that you were very, very socially savvy and very socially involved, even at a high-level position. You know, you were really tweeting on your own and, and sharing and Instagramming and all of these different things. Talk to me a little bit about your own personal use of social media and how that kind of blends with the love of professional of using social media for Auntie Anne's. Yeah, I mean, it's just been fun for me. I think the reason I first got involved with Facebook, like way back when, when it was really just Facebook out there, was my kids were at an age where they wanted to get involved with it, and I was hearing all these horror stories. So, of course, I had to kind of jump into it myself to be able to play the parent and kind of offer some some safety practices. Um, But the more I got into it, the more I felt like this is so so much fun. Um, Facebook 10 years ago, maybe not even 10 years ago, what year is this, 2015? Yes, Um, it was only eight. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what year wow. is it? Wow. Um, but Facebook really allows me to connect with so many friends of mine. I've moved all over the country, and there's people that I'd lost touch with over the years, and we've all been able to reconnect, and I travel a lot for my job. So that's been fun for me to, when I'm in a certain part of the country, hey, who's here now? Let's all get together for drinks or for a cup of coffee. Catch up with folks that I wouldn't have otherwise caught up with over the years. So I think there's a lot, a lot of positive in the social media space, and I've had a lot of fun learning more about it um, personally, on a personal level. And my kids, you know, my kids really aren't on Facebook much anymore. They're more mm-hmm. on, you know, Yik Yak and Twitter and Instagram. And um, it's been a lot of fun to keep up with them. And I think, you know, in the adult world that I live in, um, a lot of my friends and my, my nieces and nephews are involved in social. And my brothers and sisters-in-law and my friends that are my age aren't as involved in social, but their kids all are. And their kids are all super engaged with me. So it's been fun for me to be able to connect with them on a social That's level. Awesome. And then also just kind of let their parents know that their, their kids are fine in the social world. They're not doing anything bad. Like, I don't tell them what they're doing, but they're really good <laughs> kids and nothing crazy is going on. But it's nice because a lot of my friends aren't really involved in social. So it's been a lot of fun to just be able to be engaged with kids in a meaningful way and kind of be that pseudo fun adult that's out there that also knows that they're keeping tabs on what's going on. 
And so how did you and Auntie Anne's recognize that it was an important opportunity for you to be a part of? Obviously, you've been there long mm-hmm. enough that it wasn't a part of the core marketing. No, not at all. I mean, I think from my perspective, for Auntie Anne's, the big aha for us mm-hmm. was gosh, probably back in 2008, 2009, when one of our fans actually had started a Facebook page for us, and he had over 25,000 followers on his own personal page because he loved the brand so much. And I was like, wow, this guy must really love our brand. Um, As it turns out, he actually turned the brand over to us. He turned his page over to us, and we've grown it now to close to a million fans in the Facebook space. Um, But just the ability for us to connect with our guests you know, former guests, current guests, future guests, um, is so meaningful for us. We don't have a huge advertising budget. Um, we use social as a communications tool to really support our customers and our guests and also our franchisees and all of our stores. And to really develop that personal emotional connection really results in a stronger brand and a stronger connection with our guests long term. And so is that what you're really using social for and measuring in social is the connection between guests and and you as a brand? Absolutely. I mean, we really focus on making sure that our strategy is on point to lead to excitement, engagement, and visibility. And those are all things that we believe are really vital to our customer journey, which ultimately leads to increased brand awareness and hopefully mm-hmm. increased purchases at our store level. And so yeah. tell me about the best thing that you've ever done in social. If you're looking at when you look back and you say, okay, Auntie Anne's, this, this is something I'm really proud of that we've done. Yeah, there's so many things we've done that have been so much fun. Um, I think in terms of best, in terms of qualitative, is this past holiday season, we really launched a pretty big surprise and delight campaign where we really looked at customers that were sitting in airports or in a mall environment and stressed out, and we surprised and delighted them by bringing pretzels to them wherever they were. So you're in O'Hare Airport, you're dealing with delays, you've got all your kids with you, you're kind of a little chaotic, life is kind of crazy. We see that you're tweeting about that. We delivered pretzels to you as a surprise and delight, which was a lot of fun. It was it was really great to connect with loyal fans in their communities and offer them something completely unexpected in that world. I love it. And were they thrilled beyond belief? Super excited. I mean, we had some flight attendants that were dealing with stressed out customers that we were able to surprise and delight. We had some moms that were really dealing with kids that, you know, were a little going stir crazy in the airport world. And just by offering them something a little bit fun and unexpected really helped to hopefully make their day a little bit more positive. Well, as a mother who has traveled with children many times in airports, (laughs) I could say that was probably much needed. You and me both, I'll tell you what. Uh, That's the worst. Somebody needs to create a real solve for that. Uh, like, right? <laughs> the, yeah. The surprise and delight is awesome, but we need a travel solution, <laughs> an overall <laughs> travel solution. <laughs> Just teleporting. Click your heels and together, me, and there you land. Like, yes, exactly. Blink your eyes, click your heels, and there you go. We're on it. Let's invent it, Heather. I got it. <laughs> All right, we're on it together. All right, so I know you guys have done a lot of really great things, amazing things that I've seen in social but tell me about the biggest challenge. What would you say is the biggest challenge that Auntie Anne's faces and you as a marketer face in social media? Yeah, I think there's actually probably two big challenges that we work on probably every day that's kind of really top of mind for us is one, how do we keep our brand relevant and fresh in a fast-paced, ever-changing environment where you essentially mm-hmm. need to have your eyes on the prize 24 hours a day, seven days a week? 
Yeah. I mean, that's a critical piece of it. There's so much going on. There's so much changing out there. How can we make sure that we're always on top of what's going on? And then the second piece of it is really how does Annie Ann's constantly position itself to, on these pay-for-play platforms to make sure we're getting the best bang for our buck? We don't have a lot of bucks to work with, so it's really critical for us to make sure that we're making those big decisions in a meaningful way. And so it's making sure that you're really efficient while staying on top of the completely changing environment constantly. Absolutely, yes. Wow. That is a challenge. Yeah. So tell me about, for you, somebody who loves social, clearly, you know, you talked about how you, how you use it personally. Do you find that working in social, right, having a, a strong social presence with the brand, is it hard for you to turn off? Are you constantly looking at Auntie, what people are saying about Auntie Anne's, even at home? I am. <laughs> I know. I am because, you know, our business is really a 24-7 business. You know, we are here in the office officially from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m., but our stores that operate all over the world are operating at all different hours of the day. They're operating on weekends. So it's really important for us to some degree to be able to make sure that we're keeping tabs of what's happening out there and making sure that we're able to react to things in a meaningful way. Um, and for me, it has kind of just become second nature to be in a multi-screen environment where I might be sitting at home with my family watching television, but I'm also sitting there on my iPad or my iPhone, you know, checking in on what's happening in California because they're three hours behind us or what's happening in Asia because they're 12 hours ahead of us. Right. Um, just, just making sure that we're always keeping tabs on what's happening. And it's, it's kind of fun. And is, is it healthy or not? I don't know. That's a good question. Yeah. It works for you. Right. It works for me. I love it. I love it. And tell me a little bit with global marketing, is it challenging? Does it change based on the networks and the things that you're doing globally versus here in the U.S.? You know, it does to some degree, but I have to tell you that consumers are consumers are consumers no matter where you yep. are in the world. And yep. if they've had a bad experience, they don't care that, you know, you're answering from Pennsylvania. They care that you're answering them, period. Um, so at the end of the day, customers want to be heard. They want to make sure that their concerns are being addressed properly. And for them, it's just great that we're able to connect with them in a, in a quick way. And then we pass that on to the operator in those individual countries. Um, and really, there's not the language issue that I expected there to be. Most yep. of them are able to speak English for us, and they appreciate that we jumped on it pretty quickly. And in terms of networks, what's your favorite network for Auntie Anne's, like most successful, and favorite network for you, personally? Oh, gosh, favorite. Wow. Personally, I'm still probably a Facebook girl, um, just because You're of my You're a little Instagram-y, Heather. You I am a little Instagram-y. Instagram I do love Instagram. I love all of them. They're all so much fun. And I love Twitter, too. I, love, I think yes, I probably read more on Twitter than I do actively participate. But Instagram is a lot of fun, too. That's a hard so one for me, fun. Carrie. I can't choose. I know. You love them all. For How the brand, I think probably, for the brand, we probably see the biggest presence for us now in 2015 in Twitter. People mm -hmm. are able to share their concerns or their likes, because we do get a lot of likes as well, and yep. we're able to react to those things pretty quickly. So I think yep. they like that we are on that pretty much 24 hours a day and helping them yep. with whatever is going on in their world. And I bet you as a brand, it pro probably because you have that heavy airport presence, if they're traveling, they, the tweeting is just so heavily linked with travel too. Absolutely. Yeah, and so, it's great for us to be able to react to those things quickly. And if there was an experience that wasn't positive, I can get to that franchisee and say, hey, this just happened. And they'll, they'll help that person out pretty quickly. So that's been good. That's terrific. And so you've done a lot in marketing. And it's not all social media based. 
but I would love for you to share some advice. We have a lot of young listeners who are looking to get into a career, uh, love social media and kind of want to embrace that and the digital spirit. And so I'd love some career advice. What, what do you think are the most essential skills to work in the digital space? I think in general, it's just really important to be flexible and open-minded. And I also think it's super, super critical to never say that's not my job and to be able to jump on whatever you need to do because half the things that we do here are not in anybody's job descriptions. They're just things that we need to react to. I think the people that set themselves apart are the ones that are always able to jump on whatever's happening in a positive way and make things happen for the brand and for the company. And that's part of what you loved about your job too is that it's kind of a small team that all hands on deck, that sort of thing. Absolutely. Okay. Best and worst thing about social media. What's the best thing about this change and this shift to more of a social kind of world? Best thing about social media. I just think the personal connections that are made, whether they're people that you'll ever, ever talk to in real life or only be your internet friends. I think it's great to be able to connect with people all over the world that have similar interests as you. Um, I almost feel like it's like developing like a regular in a restaurant. It's oddly comforting that you know people all over the world that have the same scenarios and the same situations happening in your life. Um, I'm a huge runner. I love to run. And I actually feel like I've got really strong running friends that live all over the United States that I've never actually met in person, but we all kind of share a common love of running and we're all able to you know, to reach out to others and, and share our concerns or our, our issues that we have going on or our wins, you know, all the good stuff that happens in the running world. I love that. Yeah, and it's been a lot of fun. for work, you can find a running friend and go run anywhere. And I do that all the time. I love that. That yeah, is Yeah, it's awesome. pretty cool. It's been pretty okay, fun. So since you're a runner, you are used to operating at lightning speed. <laughs> and we are, <laughs> we are about to go into our exciting... Season two add-on of All the Social Ladies. And you are only the second participant. And the first participant loved it. So I really hope that you're excited about this. You are going to participate in likable, lovable, loathable. Okay. Okay, here's what happens. I'm going to ask you a couple of different things. I'll name things that are happening in social media. And you will tell me if you find them Likeable, lovable, or loathable. Okay? Okay. Okay. And you can share why if you want, or you don't have to. You can just give your gut reaction. Ready? All right. I'm ready. Okay. I think I know this one. You kind of touched on it. Being friends with your kids on social media. Lovable. Yay, me too. Okay. (laughs) Ready? Selfies. Ah. Likeable. Selfies are good in moderation. Right. And I'm a a lover of a good selfie. You know, the right angle and the right hair. I mean, when you have a good hair day, you got to go with it. You have to. But you know what I do? Sometimes I go through my whole feed, like I'll pull up my Instagram, and I do like a selfie ratio. Like, okay, how many selfies are there here? If there's too many selfies, it's no good. You know, you got to mix it up. Absolutely. I try to keep having that too. It's important. Okay. The live streaming movement, Meerkat, Periscope, all of these things. Likeable. Likeable. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm still getting used to it. I've seen a couple times. I've been watching, I've been watching it. When I hear, hear about it, you know, I'll, I'll pop it and see what's happening. Likeable. Likeable. Yeah. Okay. The Facebook Messenger app. 
likable. I don't have a problem with it. It's fine. It is what it is. I don't love it. I don't hate it. It's likable. You're neutral. Good. Okay. And then finally, your last question, Heather. Are you ready? I'm ready. Bring it on. (laughs) Real-time marketing. Real-time marketing? Lovable. Lovable. You love it. I love it. I love it. I think it's so much fun. I love it as a consumer, and I love doing it as a brand. Awesome. Awesome. I'm so excited. And Heather, it was so great to have you on the show. You are just the best. Oh, thank you so much for having me. This has been great. I know I'm in good company here, so I really appreciate being considered for this. You're part of a network of lovely social ladies. Woohoo! Yay. Okay, and where should people follow you if they want to connect with you? Uh, on Twitter at, at Heather L. Neary. Okay. On Facebook, Heather Lead Neary. Okay. And then on Instagram at Heather L. Neary. Awesome. Thanks so much for being on the show, and you are one awesome social lady. Thanks, Carrie, so much. You've been listening to All the Social Ladies with Carrie Kerfin, CEO of Likeable Media. You can follow Carrie on Twitter, at Carrie Kerfin. To get current social media insights and great tips, sign up for Carrie's weekly newsletter by emailing newsletter at likeable.com. This podcast was brought to you by Likeable Media. At Likeable Media, we create, curate, and promote content that gets your brand results. Visit likeable.com for more information today.